It's episode 464 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says... Hello, Guillermo. Did you bring more people to yank on my pee-pee? <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, how are you, sir? I'm good. You? Not bad. Not bad at all. Just doing my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I finished watching all three seasons of um, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, that's good. Yeah. How'd you like that? I enjoyed it. It was as good as advertised. Yeah. I think, I think you know, I'm trying to figure out why Matt Barry isn't a bigger star. Yeah. Because he's fucking hysterical on that show. Yeah. You know. Um, but overall, I, I, I like the show as a whole. Yeah, it's you good. Know? Um, I thought it was. I thought there were more seasons for some reason. I thought there was like five or six seasons. There's only three. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, kind of surprised that they came to an abrupt halt. I'm like, I thought they had more. <laughs> Shit. Um, but overall, I, I I enjoyed the heck out of it. I I, I laughed my ass off like every single episode. <laughs> That's what they're supposed to do, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, so. That's what I've been watching this week. Oh, really? Yeah. What was that? It was something I've been meaning to watch. And I was like, why, why aren't you watching it? So go ahead and watch it. So I did. Huh. And I'm glad I did. Because I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next, you know, whenever the next season comes out. Whenever that <laughs> may be. It's fun. Yeah. Huh. But uh, last week, we had a big, the big P&P adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We went to the Steel City Con. Yeah. We had two very different experiences. <laughs> you did? Oh, yeah. Like, I bought my tickets in advance. Oh, yeah. And I think you got into the building before I did. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was, like, fuming about that. Really? I was, because it was like... Like, because my thought process is, okay, they said, you know, I bought my tickets in advance. I should just be able to walk in and somebody right there at the door scans my thing and puts the the, the bracelet on me or, or stance me, whatever they want fucking want to do, and I'm in. It should have been like a, a very simple process. No, I had to stand in line for fucking 15 minutes. <laughs> like, and like, and those people are like, I, I hate to say this because like, the Steel City Con... At one point, when we first started this podcast, it was a very tiny toy convention yeah. that has evolved and grown into the biggest pop culture convention in, in the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. And, like, even going on day three, which traditionally was a very slow day, that place was packed to the gills. It was. You know, and like for the fact that I had to stand in line for 15 minutes as somebody who prepaid for their ticket <laughs> was just shocking to me. Yeah. And meanwhile, like you got right in line and like got in the building like a good 10 minutes before I, I did. Yeah, I pre-purchased them outside. Yeah. And then we just went into the line and they stamped us. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And then, 
Like the whole reason we went was so so Nancy could get Darby Allen's autograph. Darby Allen, he's a professional wrestler. Uh-huh. She's like her her new favorite wrestler. And uh, like we get in line, and he's not there. <laughs> and he apparently like they they decided or he decided that he wasn't like he had an eleven forty five. Photo shoot, like you know, they, they do these, you know, the, the professional photog- photography, yeah. And uh, so at 11, he decided not to show up till 11 45 to do that. And then after a half hour, of that then came over and started signing autographs. Mm-hmm. So, like, I literally stood in line for an hour and a half before he even started signing anybody's, yeah, yeah, you know, and. And when we finally got up there, it was it was great. Like Nancy, you know, star struck like a goon, uh-huh. you know. And uh, he was cool. We took you know the guy a selfie with him and everything. And uh, but then like getting out there, it was like so fucking packed. <laughs> I was just surprised. I I, I I shouldn't have been, but like I think my, my biggest takeaway was I couldn't believe how many people they were jamming into that facility. Yeah. Because it felt over, like, overdone. Like, it was, there was, like, there was too many people in there. I think there was. Yeah. And I could, and like I said, like, like normally like that, with that convention, like, Sunday was, like, the slow day. Yeah, usually Sundays are slower. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just because it was, like, you know, Chevy Chase was there. Mm. Or, I mean, all he was doing was, on Sunday was signing autographs. There was no Q&A or anything. Yeah, you know, but I mean, like, I was surprised at how how I, I I didn't feel comfortable stopping to look at stuff. No, no, like it felt like I just I felt like I was like like a, a trout in a stream just following the current. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Like it was very hard stopping to to look at stuff, and like we hooked up for a little bit. Yeah, we and, got separated, and we got separated. And at the end, like we were, we were, Nancy, there were these, there were some posters Nancy wanted to buy. I ended up buying a, a Cody Rhodes figure. But while we're looking, this gentleman in an electric wheelchair slams the fuck into me. Get out of here. I am not kidding you. He wants to look at these stickers that are right in front of me. Yeah. No, hey, could, could you, hey, could you move over? And there was nowhere for me to move, by the way. Yeah, you know, but just slams his like right into me. I kind of kind of look like ready to say something. I'm like, you know, I eh, can't say nothing. Oh, I'm good. Shit threw right. him out of the wheelchair. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I mean, finally somebody came over, and they're like, "Hey, my friend would like to look at these stickers. Can you move over a little bit?" I'm like, you know, as soon as the line does, I will. Yeah. You know, just give me a minute. I guess you know, there's nowhere for me to move to. Yeah. And because uh, I'm trying to purchase something, he's like, "Oh, okay, great, thanks." And you know, the second I could move, I moved, and he like fucking jammed his wheelchair right in there. I'm like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> you know, flattened his tires. Yeah, I, like, I was like, <laughs> like at that point, I was like, you know, I'm a sweaty mess. I'm like, yeah, you know, this, I am ready to kill somebody, and you. I don't care if you're in a chair. <laughs> you know, I'll fucking yank you out of there, Professor X. <laughs> yeah, that's you what I should have called him. He's up, Professor X. Yeah. 
Yeah. Slow down, Professor X. Yeah. You're fucking banging into my shins. Yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. Rude. Yeah. Like, luckily that was like our last stop. And, like, we're getting out. Like, I didn't even like say that to Nancy. Because, like, Nancy would be like, I would have said something. I'm like, uh, I'm not. You know. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, because in the, in the age of the cell phone, like, all of a sudden, like, I'm going viral because I'm fucking cussing out a guy in a wheelchair, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> you know, the next yeah. thing you know, I want fucking Facebook. You know, fat man accost man in a wheelchair, you know. You know. <laughs> News at six. Yeah. Professor X fights the juggernaut. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, I, I don't need that, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I, could just, I could just see it in my head, like, you know. It's just me, like, cussing out this guy, like, Ripping him from like you know, top to bottom, just like you know, just completely tearing him apart like verbally, and like you know, meanwhile, and he starts crying or some shit, you know, because he wants to look at stickers, and I'm going viral because you know, look at this motherfucker, look at this son of a bitch, what a rude bastard, you know. You're banned from the con. Yeah, exactly. Never to come back. Yeah, I. I went in and it was just so crowded. And, uh. Like, even the vending, like, the vendors are too, like, too packed together. Yeah. I went in to go see, um, Christina Ricci. Yeah. And, uh. That was good. Yeah. And then Sala was next to her and they got. Everybody got their autograph. Uh, his autograph, sorry. Yeah. But I was in the... I got a, I got one from Christina Ricci. Yeah. Um, and they got one as well. And then they had yeah. their sign. Yeah, so they, 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 there was the Casper connection there. Yes. For them. That was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So, mine was, you know, Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, Ricci seemed a little nervous. I don't know. Not nervous, but yeah, maybe because there were so many fucking people. Like I, I, I don't know. Like I mean, she still seems like a big enough star that like I was surprised she was there. Yeah, me too. You know, and I was also surprised like they had like they have a back room where like they had Sting, Chevy Chase, and uh, Robert England. Yeah, and I was surprised because. Christopher Lloyd was there. Yeah. I mean, they had him blocked off in an area where, like, you know, they had a controlled line. I think the same with Christina Ricci. But I thought for sure, like, you'd have them, like, kind of sequestered away. Yeah, well, Barenthal was there, too. And he yeah. was, he had his own line as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. wrapped behind that yeah. aisle. Yeah, like a Kennywood line. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, I, and we waited in line for a little while. Um, but once she started signing, it started moving pretty good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was good. And then we met what's his name from Empire Records or that thing you do. Or, yeah. What's his name? I can't. Remember. I played Mark and fucking. Yeah. Empire Records. He's the guy who literally says, "No, we must not dwell. No, not today. Not on Rex Manning Day." Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. Then he. Famous line too was shoplifter, and yeah. I mean he had a ton of lines in that, but he was also in that thing you do. He's yeah. been a lot of stuff. 
And, uh, but the interesting thing about it, really cool guy. Yeah. Like, he hand sanitized between every person that he yeah. was with. Like, he was really adamant about it. And even his handler was like, can you please sanitize before you yeah. come up? And, you know, we were like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we all had We had masks on. Yeah. Most of it. I mean, most of the time. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, it was just funny because I said, he had a face as a death t-shirt on. Yeah. And I was like, man, that's a cool shirt, dude. And I was like, I haven't seen faces of death in years. Yeah. You know, we start talking about faces of death. And stuff yeah. Like yeah. It's funny. But he was a cool guy. Very personable. Yeah. Nice. And then the girls went and stood in line for Robert England for, I don't know. I don't know how long. They yeah. got the autograph. Um, you know, with Nancy. Yeah. Not with her, but. Yeah. They already had hers. Right. They got like six years ago. <laughs> and so now that completed that photo. Yeah. So that was cool for them. I just wasn't going to stand in that line. No. Um, so yeah, that was cool. Did that. And uh, walked around. Bought some stuff. Books were way overpriced. Yeah. Um, toys were way overpriced. I thought. Um you know. Yeah. But I'm trying to think what else, anything else happened at, the, at that con. Um, saw Chad, our friend Chad. Yeah. And that's about it. I didn't really look at many vendor shit. Well, I looked at men, vendor stuff in the main hall. Not the one with the personalities, but. Yeah. Cause that, was, that was like the artist alley. Yeah. In the, in the back room. Yeah. Um, it's just they really don't have it's a good con if you want autos yeah and if you're looking for some rare toys you might be able to find something there right but for artists it's not a good con no uh, no you're probably, you're probably better no, going to the Three Rivers con next month yeah there's just no there's no yeah they don't bring in artists yeah you know what I mean? It's not a comic book convention. It's a pop culture convention. It's the Correct. problem. Yeah, yeah. So, like, they don't look at getting, like, comic book artists and stuff like that. It's kind of misleading, though. Yeah. In a way. Right. If you don't read, read up on it. Right. But, you know, so, like, Three Rivers Con is a true comic book convention. Yeah. You know, like, they don't have big celebrities. They, they have, like, independent artists and, right, right. you know, guys from, like, you know... Marvel and DC and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So, um, but still on a lower level than like, yeah, a New York con. Or, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, but it was still cool, you know. Yeah. So there was that. So yeah, we did that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you're right though. It was busy. Yeah, it was much busier than I thought it was going to be. Like, I, I assumed it was going to be busy. Like, I wasn't assuming like I was going to be, like, the only person walking the aisles. But, like, it was really crowded. Yeah. And, like, it's like it's like a situation where it's like, are they too small still to go to, like, the down to the convention center? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I feel like they're outgrowing that building in Monroeville. They are, but uh, they probably don't want to pay the convention center prices. Right. You know what I mean? Right. 
So I mean, it's, but they're like they're kind of in a weird spot where like they do need a bigger building than what they're in. It's just like the next step up is too big and too expensive. Right. You know. Yeah, I don't think they're big enough for the convention center yet. Yeah. I don't know though. I I was surprised Three Rivers Con is going there this year. They're at David L. Lawrence. Oh, I was really? I was surprised by that because that is a small con. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I mean, they moved it down. I mean, it used to be in Century Three Mall. Yeah. And then they moved it. I think one year they in Kaufman's, the old Kaufman's down there at the waterfront. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and now, like they did two years of COVID where it was like out in out in the parking lot. Yeah. And now this year they're taking it down to the convention center in downtown Pittsburgh, which I was like, wow, that's a bold move. Yeah, because it's not that big of a con. No, it's not that big of a con. Yeah. Yeah, And there's like no big, like unless you're a comic book fan, like a hardcore comic book fan, like you don't go to this convention. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I wish, I hope, I wish them nothing but the best of luck. Yeah. You know, um, Hmm. Yeah, that was like my excitement for the week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I haven't been doing anything either. Really, I watched Pennyworth. Um, trying to finish that out. Yeah. Um, watched the Spider-Man again. Yeah. Man, that's good. Yeah. It is good. Yeah, I gotta watch it. Um... What else? Trying to think. Oh, um, uh, uh, Halo. Watch more of that. Wow, that's good. Is it? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you. I've never played a Halo game. I have. Right. But, but I, I don't remember. Right. So I don't know any of the mythology. I mean, I, I know who Master Chief is, and that's about it. I think you know. I don't think you need to know much going into this. Okay. Because it does look very, very good. Yeah, this starts you off with it's square one, and, okay. you, and lets you, and you have to try to figure things out. Right. There's not. It's not like I can't remember anything from the game, and I'm watching this. And I love it. Okay. Because like I said, I, I mean, I, no, I'm obviously not going to get the Easter. And I don't even know if I follow it. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't know if it follows. I don't even know if it follows the Halo game. Right, I'm, I'm sure there's some of the mythology tied into it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, but like, other than like, I, mean, I don't want to go into it and just be like, you know, boom, this is what's going on. Nope. I, I, you know. This starts from square one. Okay. Yeah. But I, I, I want to give it a try because it does look really good. Because this is, this starts off with Master Chief as Master Chief. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah. it starts from square one. Right. And it goes from there. So, <clears throat> I love it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's phenomenal. I didn't think it would get any better. Like, I thought it was good, real good. Yeah. But I didn't think it was going to get any better until I watched the last two episodes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it gets better. Yeah. Yeah, I really dig it. Okay, I'll give uh, it a try. Yeah, it's just it's good science fiction. Yeah. So, stories developing, you know. Yeah. Developing characters. You're only four episodes in, I think, right now. Yeah. I think there's only four, so it's really good. Yeah. Um... And I like I like the character. I like Master Chief. I like what he's doing with this guy. Yeah. That's um I don't know. He played 
Played Sabertooth. Liv Shriver's brother. Liv Shriver? Yeah. Is that right? Well, Liv Shriver played Sabertooth. His brother. Oh, his brother. Okay. That's who plays Master Chief. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, He's tall, too. I think he's like 6'5 or 6'6. Yeah. Um, The brother. Yeah. Um, Well, Liv Shriver's a tall man. Yeah, but I think it's his half-brother or something like that. Anyway, doesn't matter. Um, But when you see him in in the suit, (laughs) you know, it's like, holy shit, these guys are tall. I was like, it's got to be the boots and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's actually a pretty tall guy. You know what I mean? But um, the effects are just amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Them walking in the suits and stuff like that. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. Paramount's <laughs> spending money on these on these series. It's yeah, impressive. It's just a good series. I know. They should I'm I'm impressed that they're even spending money in sci fi. Yeah. I mean that's that's a bone bonus Right. I mean for it, science fiction fans. I mean it's 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 one thing for it to be Star Trek. Like I get that, like 'cause that's a known uh-huh. commodity. But to roll the dice on a Halo T V series, you know is impressive to my opinion and the fact that they're pulling it off and they're spending money so that it looks good yeah yeah all the better you know yeah I like it I think it's really good yeah um so yeah I'm kind of hooked on that too good it's one of the first things I watched when I got home you know yeah this week is one of the first things I watched was yeah um Halo yeah I was looking forward to it uh just watched the last Moon Knight episode which is good. Uh, what? Have you I, watched I, it I, yet? I'm wa- yeah, I've watched it. Uh-huh. I, I, I guess it's that thing of whole, I'm enjoying it because I know nothing about the character. Yeah, I don't know anything about the character. Yeah, like I know nothing about Moon Knight. Yeah. So I'm kind of enjoying it from that standpoint of this is a brand new character. Like I, I know he exists. I, I kind of know a little bit. Like, you know, I know the the basic basics of the mm-hmm. character but like I don't know like his backstory his history uh-huh. any villain nothing yeah, yeah you know what I mean like I'm completely oblivious when it comes to this character so from that standpoint I've enjoyed like learning about the character yeah a little bit and and then Deacon Frost comes out I'm just kidding yeah <laughs> Deacon Frost <laughs> 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 Oh, there's a pool. <laughs> he looked weird. Yeah. He looks like a fat Kevin Bacon. I don't know. I can't get over the look. Yeah. I, I, I think, I'm thinking like, once Kevin, no, it's... I didn't even hard. recognize him at first until like a close-up. And I was like, yeah. some one of the girls said, there he is. And I was like, where? Yeah. Is that really? Then I started listening to the voice. I was like, yeah, yeah that's him. That's yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does. He, lo- he, lo- he looks like an odd version of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he does. Like, like a microwaved version of Kevin Bacon or <laughs> he something. He does. It looks so but, weird. Yeah. I, maybe it's the hair. I don't know. I like him. I think he's really good in this role. Yeah. Oh, he's phenomenal. Oh, man. Um, but I like the split personality thing, too. Yeah. I just hope they don't go way too far with it because it reminds me a lot of them but um he's pulling it off i think this yeah but when he switches into cameron poe mode yeah you know what i mean yeah. like oh there's poe 
Yeah. You know, and then he switches back, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm into the mythos behind it and everything. I think it's really good. Yeah. I like it. I mean, and it's funny. I, I just hope they don't make these new ones, like, not that I want it to be all seriousness and stuff like that, but I just hope it's, like, the funny stuff in Avengers was good. Yeah. Right? Right. But it had such a serious overtone. With right. It. And I get the... Po- and even the stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy was good. But I think now they're, it's almost going too far. And I and that's my gripe. Like, I, 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 I'm good. I'm good with a little tongue-in-cheek here and there. You know what I mean? Like, some funniness. But if it becomes, like, joke-fest the entire way, you know, and that's... Kind of what I was getting with Moon Knight, and then it faded away and got serious again. So. Yeah. Um. But um. But I like it. I mean, I, I think it's really good. Yeah, I, I think I think Marvel, for the most part, knows how to pull that string back. Like I think about it, like I, I think of like, particularly like Falcon the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Loki, and then. Hawkeye, yeah, like those three. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Loki out of it because Loki's so bizarre that the jokiness kind of has to stay there. It's the most bizarre of them all. Yeah, and it ha- it's probably the most important introduction of a baddie. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, but I mean it works because it's Loki and it's space. Yeah, yeah. But you you but like you take Falcon and the Winter Soldier and you take Hawkeye. I feel like the humor was used properly in those movies. Yeah. Like, you know, it lightened moods when it needed to be lightened. You know, it, it worked in a way. And, like, even, like, like especially, like, with Hawkeye, like, the whole thing with uh, the two women, the two the two girls, and, like, the, like, their, like, interplay with each other. Yeah. Yeah, that worked. It Very well. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... There, there, there's a lot. I mean, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, there was a lot of interplay between those two, and like you know the the back and forth that you get with those characters that, right, right. that worked. I mean, you know, like <laughs> I agree. Like you know, he's out of line, but he has a point. <laughs> you know, I mean, right, yeah. you know, that's that's some funny shit. You yeah, know, yeah. so I mean, stuff works. I think for the most part, I'm hoping with Thor. Love and Rockets, or whatever the hell it's called. Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder, okay. Love and Rockets is Daniel Ash's band for right. a while. Yeah, I got him confused. I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. Um, I'm hoping <laughs> the Tiki Watala has kind of pulls it back a tad. Because riding the rock, that was a problem. And, like, and we're, like, one of the few who, like, say that. Like, there are people like, oh, it's an amazing movie. Fantastic! It's one of the best Marvel movies ever made. It's like in my bottom five. Yeah, I mean, and I can go on. I'm probably on record saying that I loved it, but going back and watching it, it, it its repeat factor is <laughs> not there. Yeah, and like I've probably watched Dark World more than I've watched Ragnarok. Yeah, which is saying a ton because yeah. you know that's a turd. Yeah, here you'd have been you'd have been impressed, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Sean just said, you know, whatever that Thor movie is, Love and Rockets. 
And I said, no, that's Daniel Ash's band, Loving Rockets, from Daniel Ash from Bauhaus. I I got my wires crossed, (laughs) you know. (laughs) It's funny. Anyway, uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know, where were we? I got distracted there. We were talking about... Oh, Ragnarok. Ragnarok, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I know. I actually... I know. I know I'm in the top 1% of people. Yeah. But I enjoy watching Dark World. I don't mind it. It's... The first two Thors are like the Thor that I wanted. Yeah. And then after that became the Thor I didn't want anymore. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like... Like, that first Thor movie, that's Thor to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Little little, little comic here and there. Yeah. Know, da, da, da. The only thing that I didn't like about... The only thing that I didn't like about um, Thor um, <laughs> was <laughs> that freaking OK, OK Corral Western scene they put in. Yeah. It's the only thing I didn't like about that. Right, movie. yeah. The big finish. Yeah. I hated it. But other than that, I mean, I just really enjoyed Thor. Yeah. And I was like, wow, this is a character I can get behind. This is a character that I like. I want to see more of this. And then it became like, then when they made him fat and fucking all that shit. And I get it, but it was also, it was almost disrespectful to the character. Like, I could not connect. I couldn't. I've got, I've got. The whininess, the Lebowski movement. I just... And I know it was like this, you know what I mean? I understand what they were doing. Right. But at the same point, it was like, eh. Smart Hulk, I didn't like either. Yeah. I couldn't get into that. Yeah. Um, so they took a lot away from me, like, in those, in those movies for some reason. Like, if you remember Hulk and Thor from the first Avengers movie, that was like... Yeah. That was Hulk and That's Thor. what you want to see. Right. You want to see Hulk plowing through one of the spaceships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I think it was Thor and Hulk, and he kicked a piece of metal, and Hulk, I think it was Hulk that drove it into the thing, and Thor put it down with the hammer. Yeah. I mean, that is that is Avengers. Like, yeah. You can't, that isn't capturing the Avengers right Right, there. yeah. Not Hulk have a meaningful conversation in Thor's hut. Yeah. Drinking himself to death. You know what I mean? Like, not death. You know what I mean? I just didn't... We went from there to there. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened? Just... Yeah. I want to see fighting. You know what I mean? Right. So that's what I couldn't get into. I I got into Fat Thor. I also got into, you know, Professor Hulk. Professor Hulk. Yeah. So, like, I, I dug them both. I thought it was interesting choices to make. Um, I, I overall, like, you're right. Like, I, I want Thor to get back to being Thor. Yeah. You know, and I'm hoping we get that. I mean, he's, you know, one of the most powerful people in the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Yeah. And you got him sidelined on a couch playing Fallout or whatever. Yeah. I mean,. I get it. I, I get it. And you're right. But at the same time, it's like... 
Like, what would the fallout have been from that? And that's where it makes sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I get it. I'm just intrigued to see how they bring back Mjolnir in that movie. I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do with Natalie Portman in that movie. Well, I mean, she's Thor. I know. I want to see it. Right. Because I just... I can't see it right now. I've seen pictures of her, and, and she beefed up. Oh, did she? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not like, she's not like, you know, fucking Ronda Rousey or anything. Ronda <laughs> Rousey. You know, she's not, like, you know, China in the crowd. Well, I... But, I mean, she's definitely... I want more see, of a Wonder Woman look. Right, but you can see, definitely see she has put on mass and muscle mass. Okay. You know? Like, you could definitely see in her physique, it's it's definitely... I mean, you almost want to see a Valkyrie type of persona. Yeah. In that. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. And I, I, and I, I, I agree with you, but at the same time, I, I, it's like... The mass that she's put on, it's still... It's, like, it's muscle mass. You can see she has definition and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you've never seen, like, before... But it's not like. like I want to see American Gladiators. I'm just yeah, kidding. She's not there. No. <laughs> no. Not even close. <laughs> but she looked like the, the pictures I saw. She she's got good. a penis. What? <laughs> yeah. That's where I keep my chaw. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I just want to see her. I, I just. You know her. She's such a tiny thing. Yeah. And, like, I just can't see it yet. Hopefully I will. I think once you see her with the armor and stuff, you'll be like, okay, yeah, I get it. Yeah. You know. but Because, I mean, what just keeps flashing in my mind is, you know, she's going to look like a child flying around in a Thor costume on Halloween. Yeah, I don't think so. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, from a, a... The only thing you can't correct with her... Is is her height? Yeah, but she can do that on camera. Yeah, but I, I think, like I said, like I mean, she's put on. She definitely took it seriously, and she put on muscle mass. Isn't that interesting that she took it on seriously? They must have offered her a lot of money. Oh, they had, they had to have backed up a Briggs truck for her. Because, like, I mean, she's like, yeah, I want to retire. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you ten years of my life, and at the end, I will retire. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, it had to have been, like, I mean, she was, she had been openly disgusted about doing Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, openly, like, you know, fuck Marvel, I'll never do it again. I am done with that type of shit. I am an artist, you know. And she is. I'm not going to take that away from her. I'm not going to take it away from her. But, like, somebody's like, well, here's the check we'll write. And she's like, okay, yeah, you can use, yeah, definitely, I'm in. Yeah, she she wasn't an artist in the fucking... Star Wars movies, I can just tell you that. Yeah, no. No, not at all. But I, so like, it's like one of those deals where like. Say any again. Yeah. She, punch you in the lip. She, just, they they definitely had to have backed up a Brinks truck. Yeah. And they probably, she probably was like, I need a bigger role than just being Jane Foster. Like, well, we could make you Thor. We've done that in the comic books. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, really? Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. I can't believe you haven't seen Spider-Man yet. I've, I've seen Spider-Man. Oh, okay. 
I haven't seen it a second time. Oh, okay. I saw it in the thick. I thought you saw it. Yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, so yeah, we'll see we'll see what that see what that's gonna be like. Yeah. <laughs> but um so it looks interesting. I just watched the last uh trailer for Strange. Yeah. That they put out. That's pretty much all the same except for Yeah. Except for them hot X wheels that came on the screen. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm and, and and a little bit of zombie action looked like. There's all Mar- sorts of. Uh, there's all kinds of batshit shit crazy yeah. going on in this fucking trailer. I mean, there's yeah. Marvel zombies coming out. I'm like, you know, her kids are back. I don't know if that's a flashback. I don't know if that's just another reality. Also, she's speaking with an accent again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like no, really? Like yeah. I mean, like. And I mean, they put, made a point of it in the in the WandaVision. Like, what happened to your accent? Ah, oh, I got rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So is that where she from? Yeah. Which which version of Wanda is this? Is Vision coming back because this is an alternate reality? Yeah. Oh. So Vision should be around. All sorts of questions. Yeah, I mean, there's all kinds of bullshit. And if she's mind-melding and altering reality, yeah, she's going after Vision. Right. And her but, kids. And don't forget, I mean, the, 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 one of the big things to remember here is she was, you know, at the end of WandaVision, we get that oh. stinger at the end where she's, like, there's a version of her outside the cabin having a cup of coffee, and inside there's a version of her reading the Darkhold, and she hears the kids scream and goes, you know, so it's like, <laughs> okay, what the fuck is going on? I, I mean... Questions go Mephisto. Work. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll answer everything with Mephisto. Yeah. Everything's uh, Mephisto until I'm otherwise proven. <laughs> no, it's... Yeah, I know. It's just so... It's just so nutty. Yeah. You know, I just... I don't know. It's almost... It almost makes me worry. It's like, is Strange going to be, like, too much? But I was worried about Spider-Man, too, and it wasn't too much. Like, they... They, they really put Spider-Man together pretty right yeah I mean I really enjoyed right what they did with that um cause when this Spider-Man I was a little nervous about the Spider-Man movie coming out yeah so I'm like oof there's just there's a lot of things going on yeah there's a lot of moving parts here yeah and when you're looking at it from without seeing it it's like oh my god how are they gonna connect the pieces here And you know you have like I mean if you think about the villains you have like Four really good actors. Yeah. That can really hold their own against not only themselves, some more than the others, but I mean, all those actors that play the villains are good. Right. Every single one of them. Right. And they can headline movies on their own. Right. So how do you corral that? You know, and they did. You know what I mean? Right. No, I, I agree. I mean, like, I, I felt mean, like some of the actors should have had more yeah. than what they did, but. Like, at the end of the day, I think what the, the interesting thing is, is that, like, what you thought was going to be overkill turned out to be just right. Yeah, it didn't go overboard. You know, and I feel like... Five villains. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could, you could make this work with Strange, but I'm intrigued to see how it works. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Def 
Wanda is definitely in this movie. Yeah. For the most of it. Right. Like she's she's a major part of it. She's a center character. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Not that I don't think Cumberbatch can't pull off a whole movie by himself, but right. I think Wanda is definitely in the. But like, who's the glowing guy? I've heard that that's supposed to be a version of Iron Man. It's going to be played by Tom Cruise. <laughs> that was my mind going. Yeah, oh, I don't want Tom Cruise in this movie. <laughs> I just do not. Yeah, I like Tom Cruise. Yeah, but I don't want him replaced. Right, but if, if, I, it's, a, I but if it's a multiverse version, and more importantly. You have to have Stark as part of the the Illuminati. Oh God! Yeah, and who's standing up? Because that wasn't Professor X standing up, apparently, no. because he's in the wheels. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Reed Richards is in the Illuminati. Yeah, I mean that—that's what's interesting. Is like, okay, so it's this multi-dimensional Illuminati, right? Like, who's all? Like, if you go by the original members, it's you know Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, Professor X, Namor. Ooh. Yeah, how are you getting that in there? Yeah. And I think that's it, right? It's, a, it's just those five. I think so. I'll like, that's, the, that's like the, like the classical version of the Illuminati, I believe. Right. Like the five smartest men in the world. <laughs> right. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, so... Like I, I'm intrigued to see, like you know, so you have like a, um, some sort of other universe version of Tony Stark that's played by Tom Cruise. That would be interesting, especially like if the Iron, like, the, the fucking Iron Man suit's glowing. <laughs> you know what the fuck? He looks like he looks like the fucking Human Torch. So, uh. oh, Ian's pulling information here. I'm pulling information. Yeah. I have to go to the site just to make sure. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Google can never just say, yeah, these five. Okay. The Illuminati secret organization comprised of several of the world's most powerful heroes, which are Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange. Right. Black Bolt. Ah, Black Bolt. I forgot about him. Mm-hmm. Charles Xavier. Uh, Reed Richards and Namor. Okay. And Iron Man. Yeah. Mm, these six. Yeah, so it's six. Mm. I forgot about Black Bolt. And originally Tony Stark united them. Yeah. With the Black Panther, Panther uh, okay. shortly after the Kree War. Sc- Scrawl War. Yeah. So. Interesting. Can we get Anson Mount as Black Bolt? That would be amazing. That's the only good thing about that TV show. House, House of M. Sorry, I just yeah. went down the whole yeah. path there. But you, and, you, and why Namor left and yeah. all this crap. Okay, but you, you didn't watch the the Inhumans TV show. I did not. Yeah, it it was awful. Don't. Yeah, but yeah, I know, I've heard. I just didn't want to be disappointed. Right, but the problem is. Anson Mount is Black Bolt. Yeah. And he's amazing. That's the first time I like, ever saw Anson Mount, like, where I, where I, where at least knowingly saw Anson Mount, and I was like, this guy's an amazing actor. <laughs> right. So like, when he showed up as Pike, I was like, fucking Black Bolt's playing Pike? 
I'm in. <laughs> you know. So I mean, like that's the funny thing. Like, like if you're gonna have Black Bolt as part of this, is is are you pulling Anson Mount and saying, "Hey, uh, we know that TV show really fucking sucked, but you were amazing." Yeah, just cameo. Yeah. Who <laughs> would you put in the full costume too? I like how they blurred out all the Illuminati too. That yeah. was good. Because I'm sure in the movies they're not gonna be blurred out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just like they did in the Spider-Man. Yeah. They got rid of all the baddies and they just have the three Spider-Man going flying into nothing. No, it was the other way around. They had, they had the because the, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, controver- right, right, the controversy right. was they, they took out the two, the two other yeah, Spider-Men, right, right. but there was that scene where Lizard was in the air and then you could see him getting punched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, okay, we know somebody's punching him. Magical, yeah, no, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah they took out the Spider-Man. Yeah, it was a good scene, though. Oh, that was amazing. I was so into that movie. I still am. Yeah. There's so many things about that movie that were just good. Like I, I like how it redeems Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. And it kind of redeems Tobey Maguire. Is that last Spider-Man? Oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I mean the first two were fantastic. That third one, the Venom a, one, was yeah, mm. yeah, that's bad. But. But yeah, I mean, it, it does. It does. Re, I mean, it does. It, it redeems him a little bit. But I mean, I, you know, it redeems Andrew Garfield like to the point like people are like, we we want to see Amazing Spider-Man three. Well, nobody wanted to see fucking Amazing Spider-Man three but you. Who me? Yeah, you. Oh yeah. Like, you you were the only one who was like, oh, I love these movies. I did. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean, it's like it's like that oddball thing of like. Well, maybe you should go back and watch the movies and remember why you didn't want a third one, why you wanted this to be rebooted. <laughs> you know? I, well, I think he deserves a third movie. Well, I Still. do, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the, the, the interesting thing about his movies is I was intrigued to see how that was going to progress. Yeah. With the villains. Like, not so much him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I, I, was, like, like, I, I liked the, the, the Dane DeHaan Green Goblin more than I think a lot of other people did. Yeah. Um, you know, like, yeah, I, I would have been intrigued to see how... But if you would have had his Green Goblin with Defoe's voice as yeah. the Green Goblin, oh, yeah. you have the Green Goblin. Yeah. Because Defoe pulled his voice off. like Perfect. Perfection, yeah. I mean, I, I think if anything, it, it, it really redeems his Green Goblin. Oh, it does. You know, mm-hmm. but like I, I, I just I, I feel it's 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 a very interesting movie and in how like all that's kind of like fixed somehow like like Marvel like is like well this is how it should have been done. I know we're just gonna yeah. touch up here, touch up here, yeah. brush See, the dust off here. Here, here. Sony, okay. Sony, pay attention. Stop fucking around and pay attention. Yeah. we're fixing your fuck ups. I even like what they did with Electro. Yeah. Oh yeah. What they did with the music, yeah, all the villains' music was in there. Yeah, I mean, it it, it was Marvel did an amazing. Like, I mean, it, they lessened off Lizard, right? Which is fine. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a Lizard, right? Um, but they had a couple good conversations with Lizard. Yeah, but um, I, it's just God between Molina and Defoe, it's just like, yeah, I'm fucking, you're blowing my mind right now, right? Yeah, I you know what I mean. Because just Defoe was perfect. 
There should have been more Defoe, but I also argue that there should have been more Molina. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, but when Molina comes out and was like, he just starts taking care of business. That's badass. And that, that scene where, like, they've captured Defoe, he's in the he's in the cell, and he's like, you know, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. Yeah. I just laughed out loud. Well, I also like the... You know, but there was that part where, like, when he first gets popped into the cell... Yeah. I don't think he switched quite yet. Yeah. And there's desperate... You can hear the desperation in his voice. Yeah. Like calling out for Peter. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, his acting was just... God damn. It was just so fucking good. Yeah. He's going to be Nosferatu. I'm just <laughs> But anyway. Um, but what I'm saying is just... It was just so fucking good. Yeah. That, um, man, was he good. He's just so good. Anything that guy's in, he's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it, it I, like I said, it's pretty fresh because we just watched it. But it, I mean, it's just such a good film. Yeah. But I, I, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but I even like, really, really liked what Tobey Maguire did with the fucking movie. Yeah. I mean, I like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Yeah. But... I liked him even more as yeah. he's old as now that he's older. Yeah. The wisdom, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's it's really good. Yeah. You know, Garfield had to crack his back cuz he's old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like But yeah, I mean it was it was good stuff. I mean, like I, the the suits. Mhm. You know, like, I I it was just I mean that scene where like all three of them are swinging around the Statue of Liberty. You know, you're just like Shit, I can't believe they're doing this. And when and when each one of them land. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's sort of an Easter egg in itself. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, they did all things right with that film. Yeah. I felt. And you finally got to see the rage side of Holland. Yeah. Which I liked. I wanted to see that rage. Because, I mean, you haven't really seen that. Right. Well, what, what's interesting is... This is the most interesting thing. It was a three-movie origin story. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was. It was like three movies of how Spider-Man becomes Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's I don't think ever been done before. All right. Like, nobody's ever had the balls to do that. Like, you, you do the origin story in movie one, and you move on to movie two. This was, I mean, like, we... like. Uncle Ben died, and we not, we're never really told how that happened. Oh, for for Holland's Peter. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it's the death of Aunt May. Yeah, which was a good twist. Right. And she I, gives him the line of, with great power comes great responsibility. And, like, that whole thing, I was like, oh, wow. That's what they've done. Yeah. Now it all makes sense. Now it makes yeah. a lot of sense. Like, I mean, because like, it was like, it was a three-movie origin story. Right. It took you three movies to get to him actually being Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Now he's Spider-Man. Yes. Now. He was only Spider-Man in name. Now he's Spider-Man. Yeah. You know? And it's just... And you're right, like that rage... That's what that, I wanted that, to that, see. That, that Tobey Maguire's had... And that... I mean, Garfield's definitely had. Oh, he's had it. Yeah. Had it. Yeah. 
But I mean, like, this was like a happy go lucky Peter Parker. Right, because Garfield's was so dark. I yeah. mean, Garfield had rage since yeah. he died. Right. And that never left him. And then he lost her. Yeah. And that just kept going. Yeah. I mean, like, it just never stopped. The rage yeah. just kept going. Yeah. Yeah, Holland's never really experienced that except the death of Tony Stark. Yeah. Which was sad, but the villain died. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there was venge- There was no avenge to get. No, it was already done. Yeah. Tony did it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but now, it's home. Yeah. I liked her, too. I liked her as Aunt May. Yeah. Um, but now we're going to see, God, if they make another one with him, it's going to be a dark side of Peter. I mean, you're going to see Spider-Man out doing his thing, like the apartment and all that kind right. of shit. But also, this is a, a lonely Peter, you know, darker Right, I mean, I, I'm definitely not as dark as Garfield. But no, but I'm, I'm definitely intrigued to see like how they treat that, like his loneliness, and like when does MJ and Ned come back into the fold? Right, because you know, I mean, at some point, like something's got to happen where, like, deep in their memory, that snaps back in. Yeah. And it could be just time at this point. Right. But, you know, they kept teasing about Ned's powers. Yeah. And that's another thing, too, is he he yeah. actually does. And I said that before. Right. Ned Donovan becomes a villain. I can't remember which villain it is. Yeah, but, but he becomes a villain. Yeah. Um, with his power. Yeah. So, you know, are they going to bring that back? And I, I don't know. I hope not, because I like Ned how he is right now. Um, it would be interesting. But, yeah, you know... Um, I think the only interaction I wanted to see, <laughs> believe it or not, you know, within the whole multiverse and stuff like that, I think, I think the only I was good with the shadows and you know, yeah, Craven in the shadow, you know, like all these people coming after Peter, right? Um, but I think that the one interaction that I wanted to see, and I, it didn't need to happen because the movie's good on its own, mm-hmm. but I wanted Gwen Stacy to come back. A spider Gwen. A spider Gwen. Yeah. And then that whole interaction oh. with Garfield. Oh, that would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Because he wouldn't have, like, he would have known but not have known and then figured it out. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, like, that, that's some Oscar stuff there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, that interaction. Yeah, like in the comic book, that interaction is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. So, I mean, like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I kind of wanted to see that. Yeah. Um, but. I had no complaints on that movie. I thought it ended well, began well. Yeah. It's good. And what's his name is Jay Jonah. Perfect. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I mean, man. I know you're you're right. You're correct in the saying, hey Sony, listen up. Yeah. They know what's fucking going on here. Right. This is their in a same in somewhat of a sense, their cash cow. They this is Yeah. What this is what made them who they are. Right. Between Spidey and the X-Men. You know what I'm saying? Right. Spidey is their... One of their anchors. Right. And I mean... Or the anchor. You know, stop fucking around. Stop trying to do your own thing. Stop the, your own little Spider-Verse shit that you're doing. Just stop. <laughs> For the love of God, stop. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of confused on... Um, not confused, but 
I don't know the. I I don't I, I don't really understand what they're doing with Venom right now. And like, I know they're gonna bring him into the fold and stuff like that, but. And Venom's like the anti-hero now, you know. But Venom was bad. Venom was so bad. Yeah. For so long. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. And you know, in the books, you know, and well, at least as of three or four years ago, maybe longer, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy for Christ's sakes. Yeah. I mean, I get that evolution of twisting and taking that character in another direction. Right. But aren't we doing it a little early here? Like, but of course, if you didn't do it, you wouldn't have your own Venom movies. Right. I mean, that's the problem. You know, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I'd watch a movie about a bad guy. You know, like if you gave me like a an interesting movie about the bad guy, I'd watch it. I mean, I've, I've you know, there have been comic books and stuff done from that perspective that yeah, have been yeah. very interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I don't. Venom's not the, the the character that I would want to watch as the bad guy being the main villain. Yeah, and I, I like I like the Venom character. I, yeah. I like where he's at. I like I'm I might be. In my the minority here too, but I like the Venom movies. I, I enjoy yeah. them. Um, well, number one, I like Tom Hardy, but right. number two is I like Venom. I right. like the way he looks. They've done well with how he looks. I like the look of him. They, they've definitely. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, surprisingly enough. But like, I mean, Morbius is apparently a train wreck. Yeah, they say that, but uh, then I talked to people that loved it. Right, but you know. The Venom movies are a little bit more well received than than Morbius has been. Venom's more well known. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right. I I think they were cashing in on Leto. Right, and I think there's a there's a great deal of Jared Leto backlash. Yeah. You know, for whatever reason, and I don't understand that aspect. Of, like, I he's a wackadoo. Don't get me wrong. As yeah. a human being, like the dude's a wackadoo. Yeah, but he can play character actors. Right. I mean, look he, at his Joker. Yeah, he's a very he's a he's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. You look you look over his body of work. I mean, you can't say, well, wow, that was garbage. As an act, as, from an acting standpoint. Right. You know, he's a very good actor. He's won an Academy Award for a reason. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, at the same time, I'm also going to freely admit the guy's a fucking wackadoo. Yeah. You know, of the highest order. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, look at his performance in Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like. There's that no, was phenomenal. There's no there's no question he's a good actor. Yeah. But like, that's the other piece of it. You know, that's the other piece of this whole thing. And if they're going to bring this into the freaking fold. is We already know how dark Doctor Strange is going to be. It's going to be a dark movie. It's not going to yeah. be like Sunshine and... Puppies. Right. I mean, you're seeing this other side of strange, this other reality. Like, yeah. Some badass images going on, what I'm seeing in these trailers. But, yeah. But, I mean, now, you know, you're bringing... The Supreme Strange and all that. Right. But yeah. also, too, not just with Strange, but you're also bringing in, you know, at the end of the Eternals, you know, you're bringing in... You're bringing in Black Knight. Right. Um, Blades there. Yeah. You just introduced Morbius. In a, in some way. In some way. I right. mean, so there are pieces in there are pieces in play here that are like, right. 
are they going to do this series? Or, you know. Right. What are they doing with the dark characters? Are we going after Drax for Dracula? You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. It's like this darker side. So I, I don't know. I mean, like, they tried to do it in the in the TV shows. I mean, this is before they kind of got on board with each other. Right. But, you know, with, um, you know, with uh, Jessica Jones and Daredevil and... Right. And another good scene in Spider-Man. Um, but... Yeah. yeah. But, you know, they kind of did that with that group, Iron Fist, you know. Right. Is that what we're doing with these characters, with Black Knight and Blade? And are we forming? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just interesting. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, I, I think all The darker this... side of Marvel. Right. And now we're seeing zombies, but anyway. But I think it's always the interesting thing, like, of both comic book universes is, like, you know, like you look at DC and you've got like the the magical aspects of it with like not only Shazam and Black Adam, but like Zatanna and um, you know all there's all these characters that are like in the mystical realm of of the DC comics. Then there's the the space with like uh, the Green Lantern Corps and you know all all the shit that goes on there. And it, but then you have like you know. Organizations like, like on Earth, like just like it's it's like they, they mirror each other. Like you know, there's chess and or checkmate, and there's all these different organizations like within the DC universe that like are the same as like you know, there's Shield and there's Sword and you know, the fucking AIM and like all these other organizations that are out like in this the the Marvel universe that you're yeah. just like you know, you know, whole, you know. You know yeah, so I think it's always interesting, like the play in those those corners, a little bit. Like, yeah. You know, like in Marvel, like I, like I liked Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's my favorite show so far because it dabbles in that <laughs> political corner a little bit more. Yeah. You know, of the Marvel universe, which and there is one. You know, there there are political figures. Captain America is a political figure. Yeah. In the Marvel cinema, in Marvel comic book universe right you know um he's going against the u.s government many times <laughs> you know right right um so like i mean you know playing in like that 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 kind of political espionage kind of spy game type of deal with all those characters is very interesting like you know julia louise dreyfus's character who who is she is, is she forming the thunderbolts is she forming the dark avengers What's going on there? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, there's all sorts of stuff that you like. Wow, like you know, there's so many different aspects to this universe, and we only ever get to touch a little bit of it at a time. Right, right. But when you get to touch it, it's done very, very well. Yeah, no, I agree. But like, <clears throat> but now you're introducing characters. They're expanding their universe. I mean, I, I understand right. that. But with these new movies. What is this going to set up? I mean, are we are we uh, setting up for I don't know, like a movie? Are we going to call it the Avengers? It's going to be called something else because you're you're bringing in characters like Professor X, which you're you're bringing the X Men back into the fold. We know this, right? I At mean, some point, they're not going to wait. I don't think they're going to wait five six years to bring in the X Men. I mean, this is going to happen within the next three years. They're going to bring in the new right. Wolverine and maybe not Wolverine. 
I mean, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, who the fuck knows? But, um, <clears throat> um, man, it's going to be tough to recast him. Yeah, it will be. But what I'm saying is, like, you're bringing, you're, there's a lot of things being brought in. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, we know the four's coming back. Yeah, it, and it's we that, know that Wolverine or the X Men are coming right. back. It's that thing of like it's building blocks, right? Like that's the thing that they do so well is they like, they build a foundation and they build upon that foundation, right? I I feel like there's like with the next phase, the post End Game phase, I feel like they're still laying down the foundation. Yeah, you know. Yeah, because I mean, I don't think the Ultimate Baddie is going to show himself for the next three or four years. Yeah, I don't think. I don't. I think we're going to see maybe hints, but I don't think that because nobody's aligned yet. I mean, the X Men are kind of. If you think about it, I'm not X Men. The Avengers are just kind of. They're kind of like everywhere. And, uh, right. Well, I mean, and that's the problem. Like, okay, so like. And then you still have. Then like you still have Ant Man and uh, not well Ant Man and Wasp, but you still have Ant Man. Then you still have Wasp is out there. Right. You still have Pym and Van Dyme alive now. Right. Um, but what I'm saying is like, so you have those characters. Right. And then you jump over here and then you have Doctor Strange, Wanda, and these characters. Right. And now you're introducing the X-Men. And probably right. the Fantastic Four. You know what I mean? Right. So you're introduced, you're, your world's getting much bigger. Much, much bigger. So, and the Eternals. Which, yeah, but you're also introducing Black Knight and Blade. You've introduced Blade now, so I mean, right. like they are they are really throwing in a lot of characters here, right? But I mean, if you look back, they kind of did it the same way with the first go around. Yeah, but not such as not such a big groups, right. except for but, Guardians, right? But the di- the difference in it all is, and that, Guardians was well outside the box, right? But the difference in all this is, you have Disney Plus now. Yeah. I guess it's why they're expanding as quickly as they are. Yeah. Because you have Disney Plus yeah. to to work with now. Yeah, on, you can, you to can, be on board with. Right. You can you can use that to expand the foundation where before well we can only do it in the movies, so we're gonna focus on you know, the big three, the yeah. big four, yeah, with the Avengers. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We'll introduce Hawkeye and Black Widow within these movies, and we'll get to the Avengers. Right. You know, and think about it, I mean, at that point, the universe is still very small. Yeah, yeah. You know, think about how far we've come. You know, Iron Man crawling out of a cave, and right now we have like super teams. Right. I, I from, we, we we've come so far from, you know, the end of Iron Man where. You know, Nick Fury's like, I am Iron Man. You know, you are not the only one. You know, yeah, you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. and that's like a, a statement of like at the time we're like, wow, 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 we're gonna get the Avengers. Well, now, I mean, we're, it's so much bigger than just the Avengers. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Welcome to the secret. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we bring the Russos back. Oh, can you imagine a secret war movie? I don't even know if you can do it. You can't. I, I you would to have be, to. To be quite honest with you, it's not a be. It's not even about the characters. 
It's just the story is so. You would you would have to do it as a series on Disney Plus. Yeah, that would have to be like an eight episode show. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see how you can do it. Yeah, it would be and two hour episodes. Yeah, I mean, it would be more. You know what I mean? You know? It would be like the most expensive show ever fucking made. It would have to be. I right. mean, like, it's just so involved. It's right. Just, there's a lot of pieces there. And, like, right. you can flip through comics all you want, but there's a bigger story arc. and Right. It's just, I don't know, man. But, you know. So, but what's interesting is on the flip side of things, like we're talking about the cohesion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Like how everything... Fits together like a Lego. Yeah, yeah. You know, each piece fits together like it, it builds something like like a, like a like Lego blocks. It just it all fits together very nice and neat. Yeah. And then there's the DC Entertainment Universe, <laughs> the complete opposite. It is. It is like somebody took some Lincoln logs, some Legos, some uh. Those little sticks you put together to build shit, like I mean, just like it's a fucking clusterfuck of a clusterfuck. Yeah, it is. And you know, movies are still getting pushed around. The Flash has been pushed to next year. The fucking uh, Aquaman's been pushed to next year. Like it, it's such a clusterfuck of a situation. And. I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but Warner Bros. was just bought by Discovery. Oh, really? Yes. The sale has been finalized. Oh, wow. So, one of the first statements the fucking head of Discovery makes, the new the new head of Warner Bros. and Discovery uh-huh. makes is like, yeah, we need to fix this shit. Is that what he said? Basically, yeah. It's probably a fan. <laughs> like, so... Oh. Um, let me see. No, not, I don't give a fuck about a brand new logo. Um, so Warner Brothers Discovery CEO David <coughs> Zlasloff met with top, top executives before the merger between Warner Media and Discovery to find someone to increase the profile of DC Entertainment while also bringing his comics, movies, TV shows, and video games into better alignment. Uh, Zasloff has reportedly met with different individuals to find someone to be a central voice and figurehead of his DC contingent or content, similar to how Kevin Feige oversees Marvel Studios. Um, so, like, insiders also, also claim the CEO believes that Warner Brothers' DC film slate hasn't reached its maximum potential even with successes like Todd Phillips the Joker and Matt Reeves the Batman. One term used is that the DC brand lacks a coherent creative and brand strategy. Well. That, that's... That's a bear shit in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, that's known. Yeah. Also, A-list characters like Superman haven't been used to their greatest potential and are in need of rejuvenating. However, Warner Brothers has done a good job of lifting up overlooked characters like Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn. I wouldn't say that. Yeah, I wouldn't. You know, I mean, two good movies, which were both Suicide Squad. Yeah, Birds of Prey was terrible. 
Like I like Birds of Prey, but it it, it needed a lot. <laughs> like the the things I liked about Birds of Prey were not Harley Quinn oriented. They were mostly Hugh McGregor oriented. Yes, exactly. You know, they just these were cool characters that I wanted to see more of, and they just right. never developed these characters. Yeah, and these are huge characters within the universe. Yeah, like Huntress should have been bigger. Uh, Black Canary should have been bigger. I mean, you know, th- there was a lot there that they could have really worked with, and no, they just focused focus back in on Harley. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, other than you know, you and McGregor, I was like, yeah, this is just okay. <laughs> you know, like I mean, I liked her in Suicide Squad. Yeah, I liked her in the Suicide Squad. Yeah, you know. I so I mean the care but I mean and outside of Harley Quinn who else are you talking about are you talking about the Joker movie like I guess yeah I mean you know I'm sure it was up for Academy Awards and stuff you know but I mean I don't know it's it, it's that whole thing like it, it's just it's clear like this guy's saying this is fucked up how is this so fucked up how did you fuck this up so bad yeah, I mean, you had, I mean, there was, an, I remember at one time, it was like, you know, we're going to form the Justice League, and we're going to form the Legion of Doom, and yeah, you're going to have these characters, and, and then it just kind of went sideways. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, it First was- thing, I liked Henry Cavill as fucking Superman. Yeah. yeah and I- you ruined him. Not yeah. ruined, well, sort of. I mean, I'd love to see Henry Cavill come back as Superman, yes. I I, I mean, the biggest problem is, and I hate hate to say this because people will will rail against me, but you put your faith in a madman in Zack Schneider. Yeah. And I love Zack Schneider's version of the Justice League. Yeah. But it is four fucking hours. Yeah, Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... He, he definitely had a vision for what he wanted this to be. Yeah, he did. You know, he, he was definitely trying to tell a tale of gods. Yeah. You know, and God bless him for that. Right. You know, but you're a madman for trying it. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just... He, that they, and I feel like part of it is probably pressure from the studio to like, well, we can't do use the same formula Marvel does. We can't go that route because we need to get to the Justice League quick. Right. So let's just do this. And, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, you got a... You just got a mishmash. Yeah. But, like, he does... Like, I, I, just, I can't help but say he definitely had a vision that I was like... That intrigues me to know it. I'd love to see how it all plays out. Like, there is an alternate universe somewhere where Zack Snyder's Justice League exists. Yeah, yeah. Like, his, his, the Schneiderverse is a thing, and it's beautiful, you know? Yeah. And it's glorious in, in all of its attention, and, you know, but at the same time, like, you just can't rush to get there. To tell you the truth, I think DC does better with their TV shows than they do their movies. <laughs> yeah. I think their TV shows are phenomenal. Yeah. But the, again, the, the problem becomes a, like, unlike Marvel, or again, like, everything's 
with way less money. Because yeah, but where everything's like the like fits together nice and neat, with at least lately, you know. Yeah. Like those TV shows like have no inner connection to each other, for the most part. Yeah, they don't. Except for introduction. Yeah. You know the old Happy Days Laverne and Shirley move. Yeah. They pulled on. With Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol. When then they kind of like reprocessed it. You know, they like it was like a backdoor pilot, but then like what they did with it is completely different from what that pilot was. Yeah. But boy, is it a good show. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. It's a great show. And I mean, and Titans is a great show. Oh, yeah. Titans is real good. Yeah. You know, so I mean, it's that it's just this oddball thing of, of kind of like. There's no, and I hate using this word, there's no synergy between any of it. Yeah. There's not. I mean, they've put out a couple really good movies. A couple of them. I mean, above par is what I'm saying. Yeah. I I, I think Man of Steel is better than people give it credit for. Agreed. I think Shazam's a phenomenal movie. I feel like Wonder Woman number one was, like the first one. Right. Was a phenomenal movie. Aquaman. Number, yeah, first, yeah. Yes, it was good. Yeah. Um, the foe again. Yeah. But I mean, yes, it was good. Um, and then this, most of the series on TV were good. Yeah. Everything else really the, was kind of like. Their animation department churns out yeah. hit after hit after hit. Right. You know, now, I mean, I get it. Doing it via animation. Much different than doing it as a live action movie. I get that. But yet, you know, they take the material from the comic books, they mold it a little bit to make it fit, and it works. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, I wonder, like, this, this, this person is this new CEO who's coming in and saying, like, how do we screw this up this bad? Right, right. Like, I wonder what his vision is. Of what this should be. Like, should it be all interconnected? Are we going to completely just, like, scrap everything and start from scratch? Because Ezra Miller hasn't exactly uh, positioned himself to be, like, he could be fucking up two franchises. (laughs) Right. You know, like, I've heard rumor that, like, between Ezra Miller and fucking J.K. Rawlings, there may not be another... Fantastic Beast movie after this one. Like, this one has to do pretty fucking good for it to be another. Yeah. And then they've got to get fixed the Ezra Miller problem, which is also a problem with The Flash. Like, yeah. at some point, you've got to release that fucking movie with Ezra Miller in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, except but this new Batman was good, too. Yeah. i put that up there as well. Right, but again, that's completely outside of the Schneiderverse, and it's like a standalone, all by itself. Which they're going to make more movies out of. It. Or are they? I think they will. Like, will, will this guy coming in say, like, we're wiping the slate completely clean? Yeah, right. We are starting fresh. We are going to build this up, and we're going to take our time doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it puts Batman in a difficult spot, too, because it's so early on Bats. Right. That these other characters, you know what I mean? Like, right. you're not going to form, you know, 
you're years away from forming forming the Justice League if you're going to start out with where Batman is now. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Am I right to say that? You're the DC expert. Yeah. I mean, I this mean, is like year two of Batman. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're probably three years away from the Justice League. Formation of the Justice right. League. Right. But again, like, I mean, the question I asked you, and I'm, I'm going to find out next week when it comes on HBO Max, like, can, can this Batman exist in a universe with an alien? Like, does it seem feasible? Like, like I, I, I never felt, and this is a weird thing to say, but like I never felt like the Christian Bale Batman was could live in the same universe as... Soups. Soups. Like, Christopher Nolan worked so hard, and I mean, I know we, we've punched holes at the third movie about realism, but he worked so hard to make it feel real right. that... I don't believe that like that character. Well, could he worked been... on the first two movies. Yeah, right. But like we, yeah, <laughs> I'm still bitter about that third movie. I yeah. know you are, but like he worked so hard to make it like have that realistic feel that this person was really doing these things that I don't believe that that character could exist in the same universe as Superman and Wonder Woman and the Flash, like like superpowers. Were beyond like I mean the Joker wasn't the chemical insanity character like you know who, who fell in a vat of you know hazardous material and came out with his skin bleached and his hair green right you know this is a character somebody who woke up in the morning and put makeup on his face right right you know what I mean and I don't have a problem with that because I mean you know and Todd Phillips Joker the the Joaquin Phoenix Joker did the same thing it's a much more realistic portrayal of the character. But, you know, that's where Nolan went. So, like, I would have an easier time seeing Michael Keaton's Batman meeting Christopher Reeve's Superman than I ever would with Christian Bale's Batman. Right, because of who, because of how the story was. Right. And the same thing with, like, when I, when I look at this, this the, the Batman, this new version, like, I look at it, I'm kind of saying to myself... I don't think this could exist in a, in a world with people, beings of, with power. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Because, I mean, like, he's struggling with trying to create his own power right now. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You can decide after you watch it. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, it's an odd thing. Like, and again, like, you, you have to wonder, like, what is this new CEO, what does he want from all of this? Because you have this rich, deep collection of, of characters. Right. That, like, just remain untapped. Yeah. You know what I mean? And... It's just, it's funny that way that, like, you know, if I'm him, I'm kind of looking at it going, like, how haven't we done these characters justice? How, how did we fuck up Superman? Like, how do you fuck that up? I know, dude. How do you? I, I don't understand that either. You know, it's right there on the fucking page. Yeah. You know. Story's written. Yeah. Like, and they're, like... 
I mean, and I get why. I mean, the constant focus on Batman makes sense because, I mean, much like a Spider-Man movie, it's like a guaranteed moneymaker. Yeah. Like, the movie that should not be named made money. Oh, I know. Made a lot of fucking money. Yeah. Like, even though it's considered a, a dramatic bomb, it still made a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. You know? People wanted to see that fucking thing in droves because it was a Batman movie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that it's that thing of like, that, you know, I understand why you focus so hard on Batman, but man, there is just this rich, deep history of characters that you can pull and make some amazing movies with. Right, right. And it seems like anytime they try... They fall flat on their fucking face. Yeah, and Lantern's another one. Yeah. That's a great story. Right? And completely fucked it up. Yeah. I mean, fucked it up hard. I recently rewatched that just out of sheer curiosity. Like, like, is it as bad as I remember? And it was fucking worse than I remember. Yeah. Like, in my mind, I've tried to, like, rationalize it. Well, it's not that fucking bad. No, it is. It's that fucking bad. Yeah. And it pains me. Because like, the Hal Jordan Green Lantern is my favorite Hal, like, Green Lantern. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's probably the only time I'm going to try to do a Hal Jordan one. Because this generation has grown up with Jon Stewart as Green Lantern. Like from the the, the cartoons and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's gonna, probably going to be the, the Green Lantern they're going to go with. Right. Which is a great, he's great as Green Lantern. But he's not my favorite. Right, right. So it's like, Fuck. The one shot you had, you had to completely fuck it up. Yep. That was bad. It's fucking horrible. Except for Mephisto. (laughs) Mephisto. Isn't that his name, Mephisto? Not Mephisto. Um, What's his name? Sinestro? Sinestro. Yeah. He was good. Oh, yeah. I I expect something less from Mark Strong. I know, but they got that right. Sort of. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but like, and that's the thing that pissed me. Like when he puts on the yellow ring, I was like, oh, 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 goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's Sinestro. Yeah, yeah. You know, Sinestro. Like it, it was like the funny thing. Like when you look, when you read a comic book, it was like Sinestro was the greatest Green Lantern of all time until he fell. Why did he fall? Well, because he ruled his sector with fear. Right. You know, and at the end of the day, he turned in his ring and chose the ring of fear. Right. You know. And it was like, holy hell. Yeah. It's weird. It just, you know. I just don't know. I don't, you know, I don't know where they're going with shit either. It just never makes... They kind of get you excited for something, and then... Nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> and, like, one of the things I don't understand... Again, the Flash got pushed off till next year. Right. And that has Michael Keaton's Batman in it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's known. We all know he's there. There's no, you know, you, you can't hide this at this point. This movie is taken far too long since this movie went into production. We all know he's there. Yeah. You know. But he's also apparently in Batgirl in some way, shape, or fashion. Okay. Batgirl's going to come out before this fucking Flash movie. Yeah. The Bat, uh, Batgirl's a TV show. Oh, is it? Yeah. But it's going to be on TV before this fucking Flash movie comes out. Him and... It's so it's so funny because him and Defoe have 
have characters in both. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That is weird. In both universes. Yeah. Which I find odd. Don't you? Well, I mean, it's the equivalent of like having a character in both the Star Trek and the Star Wars universes. Yeah, I guess you're right. You're right. You know. Now, I mean, some of them have been cheats. I, I, I know George Sakai did a voice in a cartoon. <laughs> right. You know, but I guess still, it's like one of those things, like, if you've had a character in both Star Trek and Star Wars, that's kind of like a an ultimate nerd thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't know about DC, man. I don't could know you imagine... What they're doing. Yeah, I don't trust me. Neither. But could you imagine if Mark Hamill showed up on a Star Trek show? <laughs> yeah, right. Heads would fucking explode. Yeah, they would. <laughs> Hawthorne. Hawthorne, yeah. Um, yeah, you're yeah. right. It would oh, explode. I mean, that would be like the best thing ever. And like you like hide it, like you like, somehow you hide this away, and it's all of a sudden there's Mark Hamill on fucking Discovery. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Him and Cronenberg standing next to each other. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Hamill can be like a lost captain. Yeah. Speaking of Cronenberg, did you see the... Uh, or he can play Spock's brother. Yeah. <laughs> that beard. Yeah. So, but speaking of Cronenberg, did you see the trailer for his new movie? <laughs> no. no oh, hold on. I'll show it to you. Hold on. Let me put you on pause here real quick. All right. So the, the trailer for the, the movie's called Crimes of the Future. Has a very, to me, Hellraiser vibe to it, <laughs> like a Clive Barker vibe. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it has a Cronenberg vibe to it, but like, Man. it felt like I'm watching it. I was like, with like the the visuals and like some of like the, I was like, oh, that, that's very, very Clive Barker. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Looks fucked up. Yeah. I will see what. It, yeah. Looks interesting. Will you rush out to a theater to see a, a Cronenberg nah. movie? No, nah, I'll no. wait for it to come out. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was curious. Like, I mean, it, you know. I mean, I like Cronenberg, but I'm not. Yeah. Not, I mean, we'll see. It'll probably if it catches buzz, then I'm, we'll probably go see it. Yeah. If it doesn't catch buzz, then I'm I, I, I know he's, he's he's premiering at the Cannes Film Festival. Really? Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So. So how many theaters is he actually going to release it in? Five. Oh, really? <laughs> I have no idea. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One every third state. <laughs> yeah. You, know. you have to bring a dead rabbit <laughs> in order to fucking see it. Yeah. <laughs> I just found it interesting. I was like, because I, I saw the trailer for it. Like I, again, it's like that oddball thing of like my phone listens to me. Yeah, yeah. So I've been talking about David Cronenberg, and all of a sudden, like, hey, you might be interested in it's like this trailer. I'm like, what the fuck? You're right. Why would you show me this? <laughs> yeah. On Easter. <laughs> On Easter. <laughs> oh, Daddy, why is that here? Why is that, why is that guy have ears on top of his head? <laughs> I can answer that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why is that guy's mouth sound shut? Your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. Yeah. 
Why did that guy have that scary zipper? I have face? Like, oh my, I mean, that, like, like from Nightbreed. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like it's like, oh, I'm just watching it going, what the fuck? Yeah, it's it's definitely like one of those movies where you're like, huh? And how did he get Viggo Mortensen into this? Yeah, I'm gonna take a bath in holy water. I shouldn't even watch this thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even have watched this. Yeah. <laughs> this is too much. There's something wrong with this. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, anything like to add to proceedings there, sir? No, man. I'm good. Well, remember, there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Hey. I guess that's an email like Thad does. And by the way, I want to send my condolences to Thad. Gilbert Gottfried passed away this week. Yeah. Comedic genius in his own way. Yeah. Can't deny sure. that. Yeah. Uh, but he says an email like Thad does each and every week, and an email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. That's pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also find us on uh, Twitter right now. I don't think we're on Facebook any longer. I have to double check that. Did you take it off? No, it's that whole thing. Like the, the, the account I have, there's like saying, we're discontinuing these types of accounts. You have to create a new one. So I'm going to create a group at some point and just yeah. you know, go from there. But um, uh, we're de- you just search Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. We're very, very easy to find. And uh, we are a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give me a Google search. You can find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, as always, I want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. We can't thank you enough for that. Um, your support means the world to us. And so on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.